Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We're excited about today's broadcast. The lesson is going to be absolutely amazing, and I am appreciative of you joining with us, and especially those of you that are partners with this ministry. Thank you so very much for your faithfulness, for your offerings, your contributions, your prayers. This ministry is a grateful ministry. We know we wouldn't be able to do all that God has called us to do if it wasn't for our faithful partners. Thank you so very much. And for those of you that are just joining us, um, the last couple of weeks, I've had my daughter Jerry Ann and my daughter Terry both on the broadcast with me. And we've been teaching from Jerry Ann's new book, Happy to Be Me. In a few moments, we'll give you an opportunity to order and get your copy because I know it's going to be a blessing to your life. Jerry, on today's program, we want to talk about forgiveness, talk about God's forgiveness, talk about forgiving yourself. And I want to read something from your book. First of all, it's on uh, page 120 of chapter 4. And you said, oftentimes we become our greatest enemy because we cannot forgive ourselves and we continue to hold on to our past, our past sins, rather, still lurking deep within. We battle inwardly with issues and events from our past that have already been forgiven by God the instant we ask Him. And then this statement, when you continue to hold on to your past, you allow your past to control you having a say-so in your life. Yes, and I did that for a lot of years. You know, I made a lot of bad decisions and choices, and I carried that with me. Everywhere I went, I would carry that with me. I knew that God had forgiven me. Yeah. I knew He had, but myself, inwardly, I kept holding on to that. You know, and that's what Satan wants us to do is carry the baggage, carry the past, carry the shame and the rejection, everything we've dealt with, carry it with us the rest of our lives. Yeah. And I tell a story in the book the shoe box. about the shoebox that I carried around with me my whole life. I mean, it was, I moved to California, I moved to Colorado, I moved back to Texas, and I carried the shoebox with me everywhere I went. And I hadn't looked at it in years, but I carried it with me and it was very sacred to me. Like, it's my past, don't look in there. So this past year, we were getting ready to move and I was really purging the house and I saw the sacred shoebox. So I waited till my whole family was gone to lift the lid off that box. And I opened it and I started going through and it was meaningless junk. It meant nothing About to me. Yes, just little trinkets from the past and mementos. And it had no hold on me anymore. It meant nothing. There was no value in this. But Satan, I thought of it, you know, he, it's the same way as he wants us to carry that You're around with your us. Past around with you every yes. And I say it in the book, it's like carrying around heavy books, you know, this load of books everywhere you go. And God's saying, just drop them. Yeah. Just release it. You're mm -hmm. free. Just put them down. So I grabbed that sacred shoebox and I, I ripped up everything and I threw the entire thing in the trash. No hold over me. Yeah. Past has no hold over Amen. me. You remember one time in church I was preaching and your husband, my son-in-law, Rodney, yes. is what, six foot? Four. Four, 240 40 pounds. <laughs> and, uh, little guy. Yeah, little guy. And here I am, five foot eight, 150 pounds, you know, and I was talking about that very thing, about, you know, letting go of the past, casting down imaginations and uh, 
let us run this race, getting rid of the sins that so easily beset us. And I said, could you imagine me putting Rodney Foy on my back and trying to carry him around all day? I said, come up here, Rodney. And I said, get on my back. He said, are you sure? I said, get on my back. And he got up there, you know, and I said, get off my back, you know, because he was heavy. But that's what people do. They carry their past around this heavy load of worthlessness, you know, of, of failures, mistakes that God's already forgiven. And yet we're still trying to carry it around. And in fact, if you went to God and said, God, forgive me for that, that I did back there 20 years ago, he would probably say, I don't know what you're talking about. That is already under the blood. I, I had, I was out walking one day and I felt the Lord say this to me. He said, I want you to look up in the sky. And it was a beautiful blue sky. You know, there were hardly any clouds. And he said, I want you to look as far as you can see to the left and to the right. That's how much I've forgiven you. Mm -hmm. That's how much I love you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he, I mean, the vastness of that, that he doesn't remember. He doesn't. As far as the east is from the west, yeah. our sins have been forgiven. Mm -hmm. And I look at it as you, as my earthly father, you don't carry around everything I've ever done wrong. And there's a lot, right, Daddy? There's a lot. <laughs> there's a few times. There's a few times. <laughs> Your book would be pretty thick. Yeah. But you don't carry it around and pull it out and every time. Every time you come to see me, you open it up, pull the you. book out and tell me all the sins that I've done. You remember back in 1984 yeah. when you got your new car. You don't remember. Well, we sometimes talk about yeah. that. But you don't remind me of all the sins that I've you know, done over the years. And that's how God is. He does it. Maybe we should talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. One. I'm kidding. That was a good one though. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't carry that around reminding us. He's yeah. forgiven us. He's yeah. forgotten it. Well, just think now, who would be in the ministry today if God didn't forgive their past? Right. You know, who would, who would have any kind of successful life as a believer, as a Christian, if God didn't forgive their past. I mean, even men in the Bible, Peter, you know, what about his past? Uh, Paul, Saul of Tarsus. I mean, this man was a terrorist. And yet after he received his salvation on the road to Damascus, and after he began to receive revelation of the power of the new covenant, this same man who held the coats of the men who stoned Stephen, this same man who went around persecuting and giving orders to kill Christians had the audacity to write in one of his letters to the Corinthian church, receive me. I have wronged no man. I have defrauded no man. The first time I read that back in 1969, I said, I caught Paul in a lie. <laughs> but what he was saying was, I have a revelation of God's forgiveness. Yeah. The man who did all of that, he died. And this new creation has come into existence. Yeah. Thank God we can, it's wonderful when you get a revelation of God forgiving you, but then it's another level of freedom when you can forgive yourself. Oh, yes. It's, yeah. it's amazing what Satan can try to do when you know that God's forgiven you, but it's, you know, he can put, keep that on you year after year after year. In fact, I, as my dad, I know there are so many times, this one thing in particular, I remember coming to you and and saying, oh, Dad, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for what I did. And it had been years ago. 
And I remember you put your arm around me and you said, oh, that's just water under the bridge. Mm -hmm. And I looked up that phrase the other day just to see what it means. And it said, something in the past, no longer important. It's no longer important. And that's the way the Heavenly Father puts his arm around and says, oh, it's just water under the bridge. It's over. But when you can get a revelation of that for yourself and truly forgive, Mm -hmm. that's where I had to come to the point in this book. And I tell some things that I've had a few people say, wow, you know, you're really bold, but I'm free. I'm free from my past. I'm free from shame and and I forgive myself. Yeah. And what if Paul, what if we didn't know anything about his past? Mm -hmm. And you, you would assume, well, no wonder God used him. He was a perfect little guy, you know. But he, he talks about his past. He gives his testimony to King Agrippa about his past mm-hmm. and what God had done for him to the point King Agrippa even said, Paul, you almost persuade me to become like you, you know. And, uh, you know, we all have a past, but the beautiful thing is God is a forgiving God. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but he is a restoring God. Yes. He will restore the years that Satan tried to steal from us. Yes. Yeah. Well, Paul said in Philippians 3.13, but I focus on this one thing, and it's forgetting the past yeah. and looking forward. Yeah. Forgetting the past and looking forward. Yeah. And that's the key to freedom. That's the key to forgiving yourself is forgetting the past yeah. and looking mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. And think about even King David. David yeah. committed adultery and murder, mm-hmm. but yet God said, you're a man after my own heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, there were times when, when Jerry would say to me, Dad, I feel like such a failure. And I'd say... Jerry, that's all in the past, and let's remember David. Because at the end of David's life, the book of Acts says he fulfilled the will of God in his generation. Even with his mistakes, he was still able to fulfill the will of God in his generation. And I believe that about everyone who will, you know, ask God to forgive them, receive that forgiveness, forgive themselves, and then get back in the Word, get focused on what God's called you to do, and at the end of your life, it'll be said about you, they fulfilled the will of God in their generation. That's right. Yeah. Do you remember that story at the Believers Convention years ago when Oral Roberts was on the front row, yeah. and I walked in, and you said to him, you know, Brother Roberts, you remember my daughter Terry? And he turned around, you know, and of course all the TV cameras came on us, yeah. you know, and I was so insecure at that time that it just kind of made me feel a little vulnerable. Well, all of a sudden, Oral Roberts points at me and says, there's something you're not letting go of. And he said, lift your hands. So I raised my hands and he started hitting my elbows and saying, let go, let go, let go. And everybody's looking and I'm standing there. And honestly, in my mind, I was thinking of what? Like, I really didn't know what he meant, let go of. And of course, other people want to tell you what they think he meant. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everybody's second guessing. Right. So I went back to the hotel room that night and I was just, I shut the door in the bathroom and I just said, Lord, what is he talking about? I didn't really hear anything. Got back home to Texas, you know, and I was out walking one day and I just said, Lord, what was he talking about that I need to let go of? And I knew the Lord was saying, it's the shame of your past. Mm -hmm. It's the guilt, all that stuff that you're still carrying around for years, you know, and at the same time, realizing the moment I let it go, released it. And I would say steps to letting go Mm -hmm. is stop thinking about it, stop talking about it with other people, stop rehearsing it. Stop reliving it. Yeah. You know, every time you get around someone, well, you remember what I did, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but letting it go. And then immediately God gave me a vision. You know, that yeah. you can only conquer your past by focusing on your future. Mm-hmm. Christine Kane says, let go of what doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Just let go of what doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. And like you said, you cannot replay the images over and over. That goes back to our thoughts again. Yeah. You can't replay those images. Mm-hmm. I'm free from my past. I don't that's replay right. the old images of the old Jerry. Mm-hmm. I'm the new Jerry. Mm-hmm. And that's who I focus on. And I don't go rehearsing the past. Because God doesn't remember it, why should I? That's right. Now people will. People yeah. will remember it. But I'm not affected by the opinions of others. Yeah, and you know what? That you learn to turn a deaf ear to all that negative stuff. Mm-hmm. Get to the place where people can bring up your past and you get to the place where you can look at them right straight in the eye with a smile on your face and not hear a word they say. Right. You know, just turn it off. And that's what you have to do the devil too. Just turn it off. And I remember one time years ago, uh, I had left Brother Copeland's ministry as his associate minister, launched out in this ministry. And man, I hit the ground running. Things were going great. And then all of a sudden, it's like we hit a wall and man, it looked like everything's falling apart. And Satan jumped right in the middle of me and said, I knew it. You'd only last for a while. Just like when you had the automotive business, you started off the same way with a big bang and then you wound up deep in debt and then you wound up, you know, not knowing how you're going to ever pay all these bills. You failed then, you're going to fail now. And he started in on me. And boy, I was listening to that and I remember driving home. I left the office and I drove home and I'm listening to it. I knew better than to do it, but I just listened to it all the way home. When I got home, I went in, my little study there at the house when we lived out at Lake Country, you know. And uh, the devil is still beating me over the head about, you failed then, you're going to fail again. You're nothing but a failure. All of a sudden, the Lord said this, if he's going to bring up your past, bring up his. Mm -hmm. I said, what? I never heard anything like that. He said, if the devil's going to bring up your past, bring up his. He's the biggest failure that's ever existed. And I started saying out loud, you think I'm a failure? What about you? The Bible says, had you known, you wouldn't have taken the the Lord of glory to the cross. Had you known what was going to happen to you in the next three days? You talk about a failure. And I heard the devil say, I don't want to hear it. I said, you're going to listen to it. You're a failure. You're the biggest failure that's ever existed. Don't you ever bring up my past again. Your past is still with you and mine's under the blood. And then the Lord said, don't let him run off so quickly. Before you let him go, bring up his future. It's not too bright either. (laughs) You remember that? Yes. I was preaching about it. And I said, by the way, Satan, not only have you got a horrible past, you got a future that's not very bright. You're headed for a lake of fire. My future is brilliant. Hallelujah. That is awesome. And it's the only offensive weapon we have is our mouth and speaking it out. You know, I was just looking, the the word guilt, like when you're consumed with guilt, that word guilt actually means to press down. Mm -hmm. And that's what Satan wants is to press you down, keep you down, push you down all of your life so you never fulfill your calling. And you think about that, what you're saying, it makes me think of, the years I had struggled with that, holding on and not forgiving myself, your head is down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you're not up. No. You know. And you know, with you know, I have a degree in communications, and we had to study body language. The number one sign of insecurity and defeat is a lowered head. Yeah. I don't think it's coincidental mm. that Jesus is the lifter of our head. Yeah. You remember how um, insecure Preston was, mm -hmm. and when we'd introduce him to somebody, he'd always yeah. shake hands with him with yeah. his head down. Right. You know? Yeah. And remember, you were both, all of us said, Preston, look uh, people. Shoulders up. Shoulders <laughs> up, look people in the eye, head up, you know, yeah. confidence. Uh -huh. Well, I've noticed, you know, over the last few years, he, he's, he's learned to do that yeah. where, you know, he, now, I mean, you know, Preston's got so many talents and gifts that we're finding out about here recently, you know, yeah. and he's developing this confidence in himself. Yeah. You remember they asked him to do a, a, a part in a, in a short movie, mm -hmm. and he, he wound up being the lead character. Yes. And they recorded it, and when they brought it back and showed us, we I was shocked <laughs> yes. that this was my grandson, yes. how confident he came across, yes. and how good he was in it, and he had the lead role in it. And I said, Preston, don't you ever walk in another room like this again, you know? <laughs> yep. yep, but he built his confidence. Yeah. But, you know, I think an important point in this, you're talking about forgiving yourself and receiving God's forgiveness, is that there's nothing you can do to earn it. No. Absolutely nothing. And I've had such a hard time with that because I'm more of a, I want to earn it. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to just be handed. I want to earn this. Yeah. Which makes me think about when we were little girls and we would give dad foot massages. Yeah. <laughs> but we needed money so bad to go to, Six, to go to Six Flags and dad had the brilliant idea, you can massage my feet. Yeah. So <laughs> each of us got a foot, you got the left, I got the right, and we had our little notepad, 25 cents a foot rub. Yeah. That's cheap, dad, but we, <laughs> we'd squirt the lotion, nice. massage that All feet, nice. yes. But I remember one time she fell sound asleep you fell sound asleep because you're getting the oh, treatment. Oh, yeah, man. Y'all put me to sleep. I look over at Jerry. She's out. So <laughs> I grab that foot, put it in my lap, and I'm still squirting lotion, doing a, marking 25 cents, <laughs> squirt the lotion, so mark 25. Yes. Well, Dad woke up at like 3 in the morning. I'm squirting lotion. My eyes are rolling in my head. <laughs> then Dad goes, sis, what are you doing? I said, I'm at $16.50. <laughs> and I remember him saying, Sweetheart, I will give you the $20. Yeah. And I was like, but I still got $3.50 to go. I did not want him to just hand it. I wanted to earn it, you yeah. know. But that makes me think about, I've been the same way with God where yeah. you want to say, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve anything you've given me. And I sure don't deserve forgiveness. Yeah. But he's saying, receive it. Yeah, and he says, and while we were yet sinners, God proved his love for us by sending Jesus. Right. You know, that's how much he loved it. Even when we were all sinners, yeah. when humanity was headed for a devil's hell. Yeah. Yet he loved us so much that he was willing to send heaven's best. Mm -hmm. Well, if he loved me that much when I was a sinner, surely he loves me that much now that I'm one of his. Right. So you need to receive the forgiveness from God, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've done. You just say, Father, I receive my forgiveness. And then you forgive yourself. Say that out loud. I forgive myself. Then you get in the word, start seeing yourself the way God sees you. And I'm telling you, life is not over. When you do this, life is about to begin. You are headed for a new life. And I'm telling you, it is an exciting life. Hey, we'll be back in just a few moments. Watch this special announcement first of all.
Today's broadcast contains just a sample of the practical, life-transforming teaching found in Jerry Ann Savelle Newton's book, Happy to Be Me. In it, Jerry Ann shares with great transparency her story of growing up, her fears, a cycle of broken relationships, and feelings of inadequacy. That all changed when she discovered God's love and learned how to be happy with the person He created her to be. In this book, you will learn how to let go of the past, live with confidence, reignite your God-given dreams and purpose, and so much more. You don't have to live another day with fear, depression, or confusion. Find your freedom and passion in this hope-filled resource. You can enjoy life and fulfill a beautiful destiny. Don't wait. Call or visit us at jerrysavelle.org to request your copy of Jerry Ann's book, Happy to Be Me, today. You know, I truly believe we have touched a lot of people with these messages today. And I want to encourage you, if you can identify with what we've been talking about, then you need to get this new book, Happy to Be Me. You know, we can't cover everything that's in each chapter. We're just hitting the, the highlights. But I'm telling you, when you start reading this book, you're not going to be able to put it down. And I believe if you've been going through these problems that we've been talking about, by the time you get to the last chapter, you're going to be a new you. You're going to have such a desire to be the person that God wants you to be that your life is going to be different. So I want to encourage you. Get this book. Order it right away. Sit down right now and write down the information. Get on the phone. Call the number. Go on our website. Do what you have to do to get this book in your home as quickly as possible. It will change your life. We're talking about forgiveness, receiving God's forgiveness, forgiving yourself. What about some closing remarks? Well, I just want you to get a hold of the fact that there is nothing that separates you from the love of God. There's nothing from your past, nothing that you've ever done. His Word tells us that nothing separates you from the love of God. And when you get that down on the inside of you, that there is absolutely nothing from my past that can keep me going towards the future that God has for me and plan for me. You have a purpose and a plan, and you need to get that inside of you and let the junk go release it and let it go. And I want to pray with you right now. And let's just get that forgiveness, mainly for yourself. I know that a lot of people know that God's forgiven mm -hmm. them and they probably have asked God to forgive them, right. but they haven't forgiven themselves. Yeah. So let's pray right Amen. now. Lord Jesus, we just come to you right now and we just thank you so much for your forgiveness, that you love us so much and you cover us in your grace and your mercy. And right now I'm asking whoever is listening to my voice that they receive this and they receive forgiveness from you for themselves, that they no longer carry around the baggage of their past, the shame, the rejection, the failure, that they let it go right now where they're at and they see themselves the way you see them, clean, forgiven, and white as snow. I thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness over them, that they lift their heads. You are the lifter of the head, that they lift their heads in confidence of who you've created them to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Powerful prayer. And I believe that people are receiving. And listen, if you have been receiving from these messages, why don't you write and tell us about it? We have a prayer department here. Call, and if you still need prayer, They'll be happy to pray with you and share the Word of God with you. 
But once again, let me encourage you, the best thing you could do right now is make an investment in yourself. Get this new book. It will help you grow in the Lord and learn to become and discover how to become the person that God intended for you to be. John chapter 8 has a story that I want you to relate before we go off the air. It's one of my favorite stories about the love of God. I mean, just that He is love. He's not just love is in Him. He is love. And there's a story where um, the Pharisees, I believe, bring a woman to Jesus who's been caught in the act of adultery. And you really think about that. She was caught in the act and they grabbed her to humiliate her. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is standing there and they're trying to accuse her and ridicule her and trap Jesus in the process. Jesus is down on his knees and he are squatting down and he's riding in the sand. Finally, he looks up at her and he looks her in the eyes. And I love where I read that it's um, a wretched woman meets mercy. He looks in her eyes and he shows her the greatest love of all, that she's completely forgiven. And he says, where are your accusers? And she says, there are none. And he says, then I don't condemn you and I don't accuse you. Go and sin no more. Amen. The greatest example of love. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. good. Maybe that's where you are right now. But listen, love himself is saying to you, I forgive you. I love you, and I have a great plan for your life. Why don't you just submit to that, forgive yourself, and go ahead and receive what God has for you. Thank you for joining us. We're going to continue next week. Make your plans to be with us. We'll see you then. Today's broadcast contains just a sample of the practical, life-transforming teaching found in Jerry Ann Savelle Newton's book, Happy to Be Me. In it, Jerry Ann shares with great transparency her story of growing up, her fears, a cycle of broken relationships, and feelings of inadequacy. That all changed when she discovered God's love and learned how to be happy with the person He created her to be. In this book, you will learn how to let go of the past, live with confidence, reignite your God-given dreams and purpose, and so much more. You don't have to live another day with fear, depression, or confusion. Find your freedom and passion in this hope-filled resource. You can enjoy life and fulfill a beautiful destiny. Don't wait. Call or visit us at jerrysavelle.org to request your copy of Jerry Ann's book, Happy to Be Me, today. Years ago, the Lord instructed Jerry Savelle to make an impact on the kingdom of God in Africa. As a friend and partner of Jerry Savelle Ministries, you've provided vital Bible school training to over 5,000 pastors and ministry leaders over the last 10 years. The hope and truth found in God's Word is needed now more than ever. Thank you for your faithful support of our worldwide outreaches. You're making a difference. Every week, Jerry Savelle Ministries International is making a powerful difference in the lives of people around the world. But that's only possible because of the financial support of friends like you. That's why we'd like to invite you to join us as we continue to take the power of God's Word to a global audience in such great need. So call the number on your screen to discover more about Jerry Savelle Ministries today. 
Both Jerry and his daughter, Terry Savelle Foy, invite you to explore our other ministry resources on the web at jerrysavelle.org. Join us again next week as you continue your journey to discovering God's blessing in your life, where God can transform your circumstances and you can discover your destiny.